0: Hey, Fan Bros, this is Tatiana King-Jones, and on this episode, Microsoft does good at Gamescom.
1: We also talk about Toronto crushing Philly in the Drake Meek Mill beef. And Philly gets its sweet revenge by killing Toronto's Hitchbot. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show! pretty good, but it's my turn
2: now. And welcome, Internets, to another episode of Fan, Fan bros. bros. The show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Ben a.k.a. Drizzt Do or Do Not. AKA Veggie Sausage, AKA El Diablo Abogado. Yes. In the building tonight. Indeed. Lucius Lionel himself here on Fanbro Show, the voice of the urban geek, and I am joined by
0: Tatiana King Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as the Stiletto Stunner, the O'Hara of the Spaceship, the Black Russian, the Black Rogue, and Lambeau Cal
2: Yes, and sitting in the third seat as
1: usual, still Instagramless, Chico Leo. <laughs> yes, that's right. You're in the building. What's going on, Chico? What's up? What's up? So I'm still, uh, I'm still just flying on on one uh, one social network. True, true. Unlike
2: some of our other, you know. Fan bros. Yeah. Shout out to loIC big fan of Google+. Plus.
0: Big fan of MySpace, too.
2: Big fan of MySpace. <laughs> right. You know, he <laughs> operates on Minion
1: Network, that man right there, Chico, boy. Chico, Shout out to Friendster.
0: Chico, you're a very analog person.
1: I am. I'm I'm an analog dude in a digital world.
0: Like, when I email you, it's kind of like writing you a letter because I don't hear back from you from two days. Right,
1: right, right. That's
0: true. So it's kind of like, how does that work in your life? Like...
1: The email thing is interesting because I've had the same email address for about 12 or 13 years. And Yahoo, even with, by the way, it's Yahoo. Yes, right? it is a Yahoo address. Yes. So, and despite the filters and everything, there is, there is a fair amount of spam. There is a fair amount of like group emails and, you know, things from people I've bought things from. For and, 13 years. Yeah, so it email? adds up. So, you know, <laughs> every time I check my email, there's like 142 messages that I got to go through. <laughs> you
0: need to learn how to use filters or something, my bro- or, or, or you know what, get Gmail. I don't yeah,
1: know. Yeah, <laughs> like moving I, I a Gmail decade. address for some reason that I I keep that one. That's the that, that that's the one that I don't. You know, uh, I I basically don't want to ruin my Gmail address the way I ruined my Yahoo address.
0: signed <laughs> up for Ashley Madison and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> seeking seeking
2: arrangements dot com. Oh, Chico is a fan of many websites out there. Just not too many social media. Other people who are probably not fans of social media after this week, boy. Woo! Man. Chico, you're not on Instagram, but you are on Twitter, so I do assume that you saw the whole bruhaha. Bruhaha.
1: Over Drizzy. And Mizzy Mills. I week. did, and I saw I saw the reactions, and I saw the anticipation, and- uh, The letdown? Yeah, Me, Me, Meek Mill, well, I don't. I mean, it was a letdown for Meek Mill and his friends and supporters, it seemed like, <laughs> but not really a <laughs> letdown for everyone else. No, it was like else. best week no. ever for Drake, boy. Right. So, I mean, I saw a lot of memes of Drake, you know, standing overlooking Gotham, and uh, <laughs> you know, things like that, so- It seemed seemed like he did have a good week. Yeah, you know. I missed that one. Yeah, you know. It
0: was definitely a good week for everyone else at large because this is the first time in a long time we've had a real proper, I guess, beef rap battle, I guess, and proper in the sense of the social media age. Let me get this straight. Yes. Because, I mean, think about when Pac was mad at Biggie. He was mad because, you know, he, he thought Biggie set up him getting shot whereas now me, mad for who knows why he's mad
2: <laughs> for the worst reasons
0: because he oh because he didn't tweet his album link like you know so so in this day and age it's a different type of beef but this is what we got right now
1: so he lost everything he lost his credibility his career his celebrity girlfriend
0: he didn't not, lose I, uh, yeah he didn't lose first all, they wasn't named really together but that's not story
1: he didn't um, lose his career just yet now credibility is definitely out the window uh, yeah. for me, right now. But I mean, essentially, Drake is sitting in his chair, smoking his pipe, wearing his slippers, feet you know, up on his mom's toe. right. Yeah, exactly. He's chilling.
0: He just had he just closed out Oval Fest this weekend right. in Toronto, so he sh- was chilling with Will Smith. Ff.
2: Yo, that was insane because Kanye you know, as we all know, feature? Will Smith is Philly. Yeah. So that was just like. I mean, at one point.
0: At one point. No, he's Hollywood now.
2: Yeah, but he was Philly. And obviously, you know, those ties don't run too deep for him because- he rolled with the winners uh, in this one.
0: I mean, like, like I think I had said this already on Twitter. Once, like, councilmen's and, and brands start pa- going. Pastors were
1: pastors, like talking about it in the yeah, pulpit. Yeah. yeah, during their
0: sermons. This, yeah. this is reveal. I missed that one, too. Yeah. I mean, people, everyone putting their two cents in. I mean, when you have a point where a, a hamburger chain is getting their two cents in, talking about how wacky is, then you have a problem.
2: I was talking with a young guru about this, too. And we were talking about, like, you said, this is, like, the first battle that took place really in the social, social media, media age. age yeah and so you saw it like every time something happened like you said it was the anticipation and the reaction more like i, w- I didn't even hear back to back before i saw oh drake is killing him you know <laughs> and then i saw the memes before i even got a chance to listen right. to the song and then like when i woke up that morning and one and no had dropped it was just an instant reaction from social media this was terrible yeah mistake you lost you know, you failed everything bad. And it's just like yeah. you never got that kind of reaction where it's just so decisive at once.
0: And it's a different age. Twitter is live TV without any delay. Like, the information comes out and people react instantly. And even if you think you're right up on it, people are like, oh, that was 10 minutes ago. The next thing's out. So you have to be, like, really focused on this because people find out all sorts of information. So much stuff is being shared. And before you know it, it's something new coming out.
1: And when you know something's coming, like the the idea that people knew there was gonna be, you know, uh, a third, you know, a th- a third verse or a third song, you know from Drake, yeah. From Drake and you I know, it's out like out like um has Justine landed? You know, yeah. like that like that was almost <laughs> bigger than it was like everyone the anticipation of waiting for her to land just to see what her first you know, her Reaction first movie was yeah. I don't know. I feel like that—that's a new thing on social media, yeah. like knowing something's gonna happen and everyone waiting for it like a pack of lions. Oh you no, know? definitely
2: because people are waiting for yeah. Mix
1: response because
0: like a pack of hyenas. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the, yeah,
1: the yeah, response that's yeah. and like once again with
2: social media, like they had the memes where they mixed it up with Fresh Prince. Right. You know, they had memes waiting just to say, "Okay, as soon as he drops his verse, we're dropping these memes, right. win or lose." So it's yeah. like, yeah, people are waiting and preparing. For, you know, these events now, just so they can jump in on the fun. and
0: Whose side are you guys on?
2: I'm on the side of whoever. You know, like, I, I got to give a big shout out to Charlemagne, uh, co-host of Brilliant Idiots, because mm-hmm. he was talking about this, and he was like, yo, you know, Drake, Meek, you know, came out with the tweet, blah, 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 you know, mad <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> and he expected Drake to come back, maybe say some subliminals, maybe, you know, get mad on Twitter himself, but he wasn't ready for bars. And that's I'm a fan of bars, so you know I go with Drake on this one.
0: You also got those bottles. Definitely got bottles. You
2: know, we we, can we get some sent over here? You know, we endorse Drake as
1: well. (laughs) <laughs> but not, who
0: you got winning, or who's winning. I mean, won I, you know, I
1: gotta side with uh, you know Toronto. You know, has not had any uh, really famous people you know standing up for it. Whereas Philly, you know, has a long and illustrious history of dope people representing it and standing up for it. So it's I T-Dom's mean, like, time. like yeah, like everyone else, I can't really think of uh, of anyone like. Well, who do you think of when you think of Toronto? You know, Rob Ford, Norm yeah, Kelly, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> Vince Carter. I don't know. I yeah, know yeah, well, yeah,
0: and I know he, he damn sure ain't from
2: Toronto. Yeah. So, so yeah. I Yeah, it's all Drake, and, you know, he definitely represented, like, you know, the Hitler, you know, you saw the video of Hitler reacting. There was videos of everything, and it's like Hitler said, like, you know, how the hell did this happen? He's from Canada, but stranger
1: things are happening in 2015. Well, I think it's more a broken clock can be right, you know, twice a day type of thing. (laughs) And meat chose the wrong day to start. Don't expect a huge influx of, you know, (laughs) Canadian rappers tearing up the charts. Yeah, (laughs) not going to
2: happen. But what is gonna happen is much more Fanbrose shows, so we're gonna take a quick break right here and we'll be right back.
0: Hey FAMBROs, this is the Grand Duchess of Tech. And if you know me, you know I love fashion. And if you love fashion, you know accessories are important. Accessories say a lot about a person and Erbox says that you're exquisite and superior. Urbbox is a medical and recreational cannabis container that brings style and fashionable credibility to the cannabis community. Check out their website at herbox.com. That's dot XX.com. Again, that's H-E-R B O Double X dot com. Remember, you deserve more.
2: Baking pancakes, making bacon pancakes. Takes a bacon and I'll put it in a pancake. Baking pancakes, that's what it's gonna make. Baking pancakes, baking pancakes, making bacon, bacon pancakes. Take some bacon and I'll put it in a pan. And welcome back, pan- internets, to the 200th and second episode of Fan Bros Show. Don't worry, I will not keep counting these joints like that because I'm gonna lose track very quickly. Probably thanks to our new sponsor, which you'll be hearing about. Oh, yeah! Oh, wow. Yes. Hey, did I just drop a bomb on him? No. No? <laughs> no, probably not, because you probably already heard it during the break. But anyway, we are back here on Fan Bros Show, and it's time for...
1: This, this is this week, the Network.
2: That's right. And this week in the N-word, it's not really N-word, but it's, you know.
0: It's not really N-word, but it's tangentially related. Um, yeah, it's definitely it's,
2: people of color words.
0: Um, it's your friend Kelly Osborne.
2: Oh, I didn't know we were friends. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of Jack, though.
0: Well, she messed up today. Um, she's a co-host on The View, which I actually don't watch. But um, apparently she, she <laughs> apparently, she really messed up today. So they were talking about Donald Trump talking about Latinos and, and immigrants and all the terrible, horrible things he's been saying about them. And Kelly, she, I, I will think that she really had um, positive thoughts in her head, but it came out wrong. She was trying to defend them. And she said, hey, Donald. If you get rid of all the Hispanics, who's gonna clean your toilet?
1: Oh, oh, oh! oh. Now, oh, oh! oh. I, I mean, she <laughs> could have said, "Who's gonna cook your food?" <laughs> you know, in the restaurants or whatever, which is a step even, up from even from that toilet. Is wrong. Even, uh, that's even that's wrong. Why not wrong. To say, "Who's gonna pick your no, strawberries?" Of no, right. of course. So as she but, was, well, yeah. Except the toilet thing is the worst of those three. Right. So you'd rather pick strawberries said. or flip, flip burgers? Actually,
2: than, um, um than clean immigrant workers refer to strawberries as the devil's like fruit Ooh. because it's yeah. such a Hard, bat-breaking labor picking strawberries. Damn. Believe it. Like I said, she
0: probably had good intentions, but it came out way wrong. She was trying to fix it, but then Rosie Perez was like, that's not the only job Latinos get. Like, what are you talking about? What, later on, after this whole thing blew up and was trending for hours on Twitter, Kelly, uh, I think think almost immediately, she went on her Facebook account and she did this apology. She said she effed up. There's no explanation. Uh, She's not going to make up something like, she made him say she. She knows she effed up and she's sorry. She says she's not a racist. She was just trying to explain the fact that uh, Latinos hold all these jobs that necessary that like, quote unquote people may not want and. Donald Trump shouldn't be talking about them in that manner. Like I said, it came out so wrong, and she definitely could articulate that in a way better way than she did. Um, Rosie Perez, she, she forgave her. She said, oh, I'm sorry. I, I realized you didn't mean it like that, but the damage was done already, so a lot of people on Twitter are like calling her racist and things like that. Uh, I yeah. don't think she's racist. No, I just, just think she made a mistake in how she, she really sh- should have thought before she talked.
2: Yeah, I mean, basically, it, what it's one of those say. things that you know, like I, I get it, but no matter what you say, your will come out saying, sounding pretty stupid. Yeah. So you know, and fuck, fuck out of her. I mean, I mean,
0: it's just like yeah. You don't think like she? You don't think it was intentional? No, I don't
2: think it was any more intentional. But doesn't matter other about other being just her, intentional. No, no, it's not. It doesn't matter about being intentional. I just think it was just ignorance as usual. Yeah. You know, it's just. What would you expect from a rich white woman who's been rich her whole life and has never seen any parts of any hood? And from England. And from England, like come on now. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Although she's it,
1: lived here for like Yeah, you yeah know, she's lived here a, for, you a, know, pretty a, much. Yeah, good in Beverly Hills, yeah, exactly. like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I think, I mean it just points to how invisible also, I mean, you know, how how invisible Latinos are still, you know, in 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 American culture.
2: Uh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, on some levels definitely. So
0: and also, I, <laughs> this is um not, not in This Week in the N-Word news. So that was Kelly Osborne's little section. But um, so you know everyone's trying to get robots, right? Like we're trying to get robots to come help this us. This is
2: This Week in the N-Word, but go on.
0: It's, I don't know. That's messed up if you say that this is This Week in the N-Word. <laughs> so everyone knows we're trying to get robots to come integrate into our society. We try, we're getting driverless cars, robots that help us in the hospitals and in, in this Schools, everywhere.
1: Take our jobs. Take our
0: jobs, all that stuff. So
1: Terminate us.
0: <laughs> so this company decided to build this hitchhiking robot um, that apparently hitchhiked all the way across Canada and Europe. And it was like happy days. It was taking pictures and selfies and all sorts of things. And everyone loved this robot. And then as soon as it gets to the United States, something terrible. Not as soon
2: as it got to the United States. <laughs> Basically. It got to blame it on where it's at. <laughs>
0: So, okay, it's not like it crossed crossed the border and something horrible happened. But when it was trying to traverse the United States, it hit a special city called Philly. Very special. It didn't make it out of Philly to say the least.
1: Nah, that that <laughs> joint looked decapitated.
0: Yeah, so I don't know who or what Oh, or they got why. didn't they
1: get surveillance footage of the dude? I thought they had footage of Did the you dude. see
0: surveillance footage? I saw
1: like grainy surveillance footage of some dude walking nearby or something Oh no, nah, I didn't even know they had that. First it well, was the, like it was a still but it was definitely really? surveillance still. Yeah. First
0: of all the robot looked like Oscar the Grouch's trash can with like legs right. and and rain boots. So it was already look whack looking and I guess It was something about it that really pissed off somebody in Philly that they literally like disemboweled the damn robot. It it was in 10 pieces on the side of like the alleyway or something. It was so sad. Robot
2: was probably hitchhiking talking about, yo, you hear about how Drake whooped that ass (laughs) of me? (laughs) 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 They're like, word, word. That's how you feel,
1: son?
0: Oh, poor, poor robot. Sorry, but, um, yeah, that, that happened. Did he even I have mean, a the, name?
1: The ro- the robot was rolling around Philly just projecting like R2-D2, projecting like an image of Meek Mill dressed like Princess Leia, being like, help me, Obi-Wan, <laughs> you're my only hope. Help me, Obi-Wan, you're my only hope.
0: <laughs> the robot's name is called Hitchbot. So, Oh, okay. You know, not that clever, but clever enough.
1: Yeah, it works.
0: It's so, so
2: sad. Yeah, rest in peace to Hitchbot. H- Hitchbot- you should have known, never go to Philly, though, bro.
0: Hey, but it was a Canadian robot. It started in Canada, so.
2: Yeah, it definitely. Sh- uh, see? <laughs> see? <laughs> oh, wow. Thou- now it's all coming together. It's it's all levels, coming. Hey. levels. Yeah, there's levels to this ish, yeah. as Meat Mill would say himself.
0: I feel so bad. <laughs> Shh, don't. You know, that's he probably. That, his Sesame Street.
2: That's the only loss Canada took to Philly this week.
0: <sighs> You're so mean, Ben, I mean.
2: And with that, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more Fan Bros. This is DJ Maceo, a.k.a. Dr. Spot. You know what it is. It's your boy, Young Guru, a.k.a. The
1: Beast, a.k.a. Hank McCoy, a.k.a. Nada Brahma. Hey yo, yo, yo! this is foul Munch.
0: Oh, hey, this is your friendly neighborhood superhero, Jean Grey. What's
1: up? This is Spike Lee from the Republic of Brooklyn, New York. This is Axel Alonso, editor-in-chief of Marvel Comics. When I'm not sitting at my desk ruling the comic book universe, I'm listening to Fan Bros.
2: And Welcome back, Fan Bros. Hope you've been enjoying this amazing, incredible, awesome, stupendous episode of Fan Bros Show. I just said fucking stupendous. (laughs) That's like the fucking worst. I can't believe I just said that. But this is Fan Bros Show, the voice of the urban geek. And on the voice of the urban geek, we like to answer your questions on a little thing we call the Geekly Asked Questions, a.k.a. the guac is extra. Yep, yep we've got some you know perhaps uh controversial questions today
0: <laughs> i guess it's, it's two of our favorite uh, fandoms but both questions are actually from the same person they're from aningo on twitter and the first question is do y'all have any favorites in the star wars extended universe so like favorite characters
1: Favorite characters what, what's the extended favorite. is the extended universe? Does that include the cartoons or is that cartoons? Books? Books. Like what is it? Yeah, I
0: personally would think cartoons, books, video games, video games. anything yes. that introduces new either characters, yeah, anything or other than the movies. Right. Yeah. I, Chico.
1: I, yeah, I, I was a big fan of Ahsoka Tano on the uh, on the Clone Wars, who was just reintroduced uh, in the new you know uh, whatever the the new show Rebels. Hmm. Um, okay. So I'm a big big fan. I'm gonna say Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano. Okay, I don't know much about her. She was Anakin's Padawan when he went, you know, or at some point she left him. And yeah, I've seen her before. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with. I can't say any one character, but I'm gonna go with Knights of the Old Republic, the video game. I think it was for PS2. I think that was PS2 back then, and that joint, which is fucking incredible, Mm. just definitely one of the best video games. Like. In general, and just a great Star Wars game in yeah, particular.
1: That's what I've always heard was the best.
2: Oh, man, ever. that game is. Have you ever played that Tatiana where, where you chose between being a good Jedi and a yeah evil Sith? And it's, your it's it was a very well, well
0: executed game. I very,
2: very well executed. I think they're doing a sequel to it. I'm not sure because all I keep hearing about is Battlefront, but I thought I saw something about that coming too.
0: There is, and for whatever reason, all the information is me right now, but you're right.
2: All right, dope.
0: So, I'm not going to answer that question because I actually don't follow. You have follow, nothing? No. I don't follow any of the extended universe stuff. So I really don't.
2: Also, big shout-out to the first animated uh, Clone Wars, the ones before the ones you liked, the, yeah. uh, the ones that came out on DVD when they're 2D cell animation or whatever. That was oh, so and so good. Yeah? Yeah, peep those. I don't like the, the animation they use on the um later ones. I never with CGI? Could, yeah, the, I can yeah, never, never get with that. But the ones they did at first were so crazy.
1: Yeah. You didn't watch droids on Saturday mornings when you were little? Oh, no. I definitely didn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I didn't either. I was too old for that at that point, I think. Besides,
0: you guys know I'm like a Star Trek fan. Right. And that actually is in our second question, which is, which Star Trek series was the strongest and why?
2: Man, I just had to swallow that shade right there. (laughs) <laughs> then I mean, for the
0: for once in our podcast life, can you not be shady when it comes to Star Trek and Star? Wars? And we're not even going verses right now. We're just no. Talking um,
1: about it. I'll, I'll pass the Chico. I think on this, um, I would definitely say Deep Space Nine, but I've only seen the original one, uh, Next Generation, and Deep Space Nine. But I have seen every single episode of all three of those, and yeah. I'm I'm gonna go with Deep Space Nine. That's the one um, with the glorified janitor, right? Yo, <laughs> well, I he's know. He's the <laughs> captain Benjamin of a Cisco space is station. The ish, okay, he does have a my name. Dope space station that's uh, on on the edge of a wormhole that has uh, all kinds of alien menaces coming through. No, it's it's the most mature and the darkest of them. And yeah, it's definitely dark. It definitely has dope space battles. Stuff, stuff, yeah, stuff
0: actually goes wrong in DC's space lines, Absolutely. Whereas, whereas most of the series is all about this. I don't want to say false utopia, but everything's very utopian. Yes. And everything works and nothing goes wrong and everyone's for the most part happy. But D Space Nine is a whole other story. And
1: there's even almost a Game of Thrones element in that because it's a space station, there's all these like
0: different scheming,
1: conniving, like yeah. there's a Klingon war that breaks out mm-hmm. and it's there's politics involved and it just has a different feel than the other shows. But I haven't seen the one with Kate Mulgrew or Enterprise. So you haven't seen
0: Voyager. But I haven't seen you Voyager or didn't miss or anything Enterprise. with Enterprise, so don't right. worry about that. But for me, I would say, because it was the most influential to me personally, I would say The Next Generation. Right. Because Captain Picard. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, I mean.
1: Picard is my favorite captain. I just, there's so many sort of not great episodes. Not so many, but there's, Next Generation was uneven for a little while, whereas I feel like, I mean, Deep Space Nine took a little while to get going, but- I just feel like overall I like these. But, yeah, my favorite single episodes would probably be definitely from Next Generation.
0: Yeah, and most of my understanding and history of Star Trek really started with Deep Space Nine. Absolutely. And in terms of the characters, even characters that are big now and offshoots of certain characters are off from Deep Space Nine. When you talk about, like, Data or Q, um, Whoopi Goldberg was in there. Like, it's just— Guinan. Guinan, right. Like, it's just so much going on with Deep Space Nine. And I I really will maybe write about this later because I don't have enough time to really express my love for this series and why I think it's the strongest but for the most part I think it's the most influential in terms of science in terms of culture in terms of sci-fi and really connecting with an audience the sci-fi audience and the audience above that I think The Space Nine was it Uh, excuse me yeah, uh, next, uh, the generation. next generation
1: was it? You're 100 percent right. I mean, like in, re- in in terms of influence, I mean, next generation is on like 50 times a day on like three different channels. Yeah, I don't know when the last time Deep Space Nine was on TV. Like, you got to go on Netflix to watch. A lot that. of people don't
0: like that, including me. I wasn't a big fan.
1: Yeah, it has a different a different tone, but um, yeah, I I just yeah. dramatically, I re- I really like Deep Space Nine.
0: You know what I find interesting, Ben? I mean, is that I can talk about Star Wars without shading it. But you cannot talk about Star Trek that without is, that getting into That is highly untrue,
2: it. Tatiana. But what, what have
0: I done? But
2: what happens what is, is whenever this subject comes up on Twitter, yeah. you will happily retweet when people are dogging Star Wars, and then expect me not to throw shade back. But I you wouldn't won't call it yeah. dogging.
0: I would call it being very critiquing. I would say a higher level critique of, wow. of your fandom. I would say
2: disrespect <laughs> towards my fandom. It was when Not someone says effect. that uh, Star Wars is for kids and Star Trek is for adults, I would... Well, actually I would agree because Star Trek is for people who've lost their souls. So, <gasps> I would say that. You motherfucking <laughs> motherfucker. But, but since we said that I'm going to talk about it without shading, I have to say, out of all of them, I'd probably uh, prefer Next Generation okay. because they introduced Q, who I love, mm-hmm. and the Borg, yes. who I love. So, that... You know, is my favorite, and
0: that 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 coined the catchphrase "Resistance is futile." Yes, right. So
2: definitely, and I definitely go
1: with the Borg as my probably all-time favorite Star Trek villains. Good. Yeah, definitely. I I mean, there's definitely no doubt. I will say, as someone who can, you know, argue both sides that Star Wars has better villains than Star Trek. Star Trek has some whack villains. I mean, I'm 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 definitely down <laughs> hey, with Star Trek. I mean Star Trek, Trek has Khan. Yeah. So like, you can't, you can't take that away. Yeah. And and the Borg. I mean there there are some dope yeah. ones, but but Star Trek has Harvey Mudd in the in the first season. <laughs> so, you know, oh. I mean, there's some really uh...
2: but you know, speaking of Khan that the Star Trek does have, we have to remember and let you know. That October 5th, 2015 at the Gotham West Market in New York City during New York Super Week. It's Attack of the Con, Star Wars versus Star Trek, the bid debate, the final battle, all that good stuff. That's right, folks. October 5th at 7.15, me, Tatiana, mm-hmm. some very, very special guests. Will be up there debating, talking, you know, just enjoying the greatness of two huge genre shows, movies, cultures, whatever you want to call it.
0: All I'm saying is to you, Ben. I mean, don't sleep. I I don't have You're to charged up. Yeah, I'm back going to back. back to back. You know, all and that it's about to be a three P because Star Trek is taking it home.
2: I seriously doubt it.
0: <laughs> you know, it's just and- like you know, I mean. I remember when
2: Young Guru was on here and he was talking all that, you know, the well, quantity, well, you know. Wait, the,
0: wait, but don't try to downplay what Young Guru said. So Young Guru basically did the Bible of Star Trek and and shut all your BS down. I don't know Don't he say shut he it was down. Ca- don't say like he was, just, was talking you know, yaya. I was
2: being deferential to our guest. Oh. But, you know, oh, when Attack of the Con oh, comes, there ain't going to be can no Can everyone jump deferring. on means
0: timeline right now and roast his ass, please. You can please. try. You Go can try. Twitter.
2: But, you know, better than that, show up. Attack at the Con, Star Wars versus Star Trek, October 5th, seven fifteen at the Gotham West Market. You can get your tickets and more info at W www. www.
0: Has
1: J.J. Abrams confirmed yet that he's going to be there? You know, we're, we're, we're trying to decide it, if
2: right. J.J. Abrams, you know, if, we, if we're if we going to let him beat there. Oh, okay. You know, right. right now, you know, we got his request. But you
1: know we're we're deciding between a few different guests right now. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because now that Reading Rainbow is back, I mean, there's been some LeVar talk Burton's of has exactly like, been yeah. like
0: blowing up myself. Right. Like, exactly.
1: He wants to be a part of it. Obviously, Michael Dorn is trying to be a part of it. Yeah.
0: Like he's been sending me right. crazy DMs. I'm like, chill, chill, chill. Like right. we'll we'll figure this out. Chill out, um, Wharf. <laughs> <laughs> and chill out as North. everyone knows,
1: <laughs> N- N- Nichelle Nich- 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 Nichols had a little medical thing a few weeks ago, and so we're just hoping that she's totally back in tip-top shape in case she wants to show up. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Yeah.
2: But everyone, all kind of people will be there. The special guests are going to be crazy. Attack of the Con, Star Wars versus Star Trek, October 5th, 2015. Be there!
0: Like a monster truck rally.
2: That's right. Devastator. (laughs) And with that, we're going to take another quick break and we'll be right back with more Fan Bros.
1: Yo, what up, man? It's your boy, the Camaro, a.k.a. The Human direct Flap. And when I'm not begging for credit at the bodega, I'm listening to Fan Bros B. And you should be, too, or I'll be upset with you.
2: And welcome back, internets. It's time for all that news of the week, everything you've been waiting on, anticipating. You know we got to put our two cents in, our little spin on it. Been a lot, yo. I had no freaking idea about this whole Xbox Gamescom thing until yeah, yeah,
0: yeah Gamescom. Tech talk with so this week in gamescom today was the microsoft xbox briefing tomorrow's going to be ea but today again like i said it wasn't too many good news but the news that they did say was really really big the major stuff that they mentioned was that your xbox one is going to be now an official dvr that you'll be able to record live tv and you'll be able to record in the background so say you're playing a game or something and you still want to record your show you can do that and not only that because that now, Windows 10 will let you link to the Xbox and vice versa. You can actually stream this live shows to your Windows 10 devices and actually pick it up off of different Windows 10 devices, send it back to the Xbox. It's like the craziest thing. So you're giving me these looks. What's, what are your questions? Uh,
2: no, I was just thinking about it, you know, because whenever Xbox announces something new like this, I'm just like, hmm, how can I like You don't I make... believe them? No, I'm just like, how can I make this work? Because half of the time, like, Right now, I'm having the biggest problem just getting my cable bots to recognize my Xboxes. Like they do, but then they don't. Mm. You know, so it's kind of weird. I'm trying to, like, at one point it did, and now it doesn't. So I'm kind of like back to, you know, just watching my bootleg movies on my <laughs> Xbox.
0: Okay, five finger discount. You know, it
2: happens.
0: <laughs> um, this November, Windows 10 is actually going to be coming to Xbox One. So they're going to upgrade that. So you are going to get Cortana, the personal assistant. Um, they announced a bunch of news. They showed us a lot of different trailers. So they did another Tomb Raider trailer, but it looked really, really good. They talked about Killer Instinct 3. They talked about Halo um, Halo Arena 2. Is that what
2: it is? Uh, Halo 5 Guardians. I saw the Halo trailer. I saw the trailer. Sorry, for Halo
0: Wars 2. I don't know why I thought Arena. But yeah, Halo, Halo Wars, Wars 2.
2: And Halo 5 Guardians. I saw the trailer for that in the multiplayer, which right. seems to really be focused on eSports more so than even like the casual player now, and it, it looked cool, but it was also like whatever. Uh, the one that I was really impressed with is a Quantum Break.
0: Quantum Break looks sick. Yes. Now this 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 property actually stars um, the guy who played Bobby or Iceman in the X Men movies.
2: Dominique Mo Mo-Hagan? Mm-hmm. Is that
1: it from Lost? Dominic. Oh, Monahan. I'm not sure if you pronounce it right. Monaghan. Yeah. He he was also one of the hobbits in Lord of the Rings. Yes, yeah. he was. Yeah.
0: Homeboy who Pippen. played the uh, the captain in um, The Wire.
1: Uh, also, uh, Littlefinger. And
0: Littlefinger is also in this. Yes. Oh yeah.
1: What's that? Do? Oh the, yeah. The name. black captain Adrian, in The Wire. Oh, the black, the black captain. Oh, he's Lance something or other. Yeah, I can't remember. And his name. then the guy Littlefinger is Adrian something or other. Yep.
0: Yeah. So this. I, I'm not even sure how to explain what this is about, but it basically involves time travel. It, it, it involves trying to change stuff that has happened, or and also a lot of detective work as well. But in terms of visuals, this game looks comp- so sick, so, so, so sick, and I'm really looking forward to that. Ben, I mean, are you buying it day one?
2: Yeah, pretty much. I remember when they first announced this a long time ago, so it's like it's finally coming and. To see the effects of how, like, you can use time as a weapon in the game looked really cool. Yeah. So I'm definitely, you know, that was definitely something I was really amped about today. Uh, And
0: the dude that's actually, I'm sorry, just to help fix something, the dude that's playing the main character, Jack Joyce, that's Sean Ashmore.
2: Okay. And he
0: played um, Bobby in the, Ice, uh, a.k.a. Iceman in the X-Men movies.
1: Right, yeah. It wasn't the guy from... uh, I don't think Moy-
0: Moynihan he isn't that the is not a hobbit
1: yeah he he's a hobbit, hobbit. <laughs> yeah. he's also
2: Bobby no I don't no. think he's Bobby no 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 okay maybe they all look alike and yours. the captain
0: I was referring to from the wire is Captain Daniels The yes captain.
1: yeah that and that's Lance I just don't remember his last name but it's definitely his first name is Lance
2: okay
0: and Quasin Break actually drops April 5th 2016 yeah. so definitely be on the lookout for that uh like I said they they Went through a, a bunch of new games. It talked about Crackdown Three, which for all you fans, they're touting it as 100% fully destructible environments. So if you're in that type of thing, you'll be really excited about that. Um, they show the scale-bound action RPG. Whack. What? You thought uh, that was yeah, whack? Yeah, I, I I thought the whole um I thought the trailer. I don't think it was new, but you know, it was whack. No, I
2: just thought the trailer and stuff. I watched that. I thought it was like it was cool watching the dragon. You know, yeah. it's a game where you you're a dude and you control a big dragon and the dragon's off destroying stuff, and you can attack too, and the dragon operates independently. But are the fucking friggin' guy's voice- and, like, just the whole tone of it where it's, like, this yeah, hipster punk they kid. They kind of
0: use this this valley boy type yeah, of voice. It's, and- it's an annoying voice, but they do that a lot. It, to me, it, it was a model of a Final Fantasy character that they then try to port over to American audience. And yeah. they overdo it with trying to Americanize the person.
2: And my other problem is, like, this is the first game when I was watching the trailer. And it's, like, the dude starts off and there's, like, these uh, knights or whatever. I don't know. They're security. They're yeah. just hanging around talking. And the guy rolls up with his dragon and starts slaughtering them, (laughs) and I felt really bad for the dude because it's like they were having a they were like having a combo and just chilling, and then this guy just rolls in with his dragon and starts slaughtering them like indiscriminately. Well.
0: Listen, I, that's really so you had no love for this robot that got killed up in Philly, but you you feel bad for these NPCs that got <laughs> yes. rocked by, the like the robot vomit. wasn't
2: having a nice conversation.
0: Whatever, man. Um also announced all future Xbox 360 games with that that are under the games with gold program, so Fable, Halo, all of those games will now be backwards compatible with the Xbox 1 starting nice. November 2015. They also announced a mini keyboard peripheral that attaches to your Xbox 1, attaches it right to the bottom, so you'll be have a easier way to chat to people when you're on there. So I guess that's great. Uh, well, I mentioned Killer Instinct 3 that comes out March 2016. Um, and there's a lot more stuff, but I actually live tweeted it this morning. And so check out my timeline. I'm also going to put up a Storify about this so you'll be able to get all the details.
2: Nice. And also in other news, I don't think this happened directly, but Peter Dinklage is being cut out of Destiny. Finally. Wow.
0: Dinklebot is, was, has always been an effing mess. He, not, I can't even say he phoned in that performance as the ghost um your your basically your navi companion in in destiny
2: he yes he did i mean let's keep it I, I no
0: no when i want to no i'm saying he did worse it's worse than phoning it in he like texted it in like he didn't use any sort of correct inflection in his voice and then he used wrong inflection on certain times like if something was supposed to be exciting he was really dull or if something was supposed to be really quiet he was he just sounded like he didn't give a shit like he was there for the paycheck and that was it
2: I mean, at this point, you cannot be mad at Peter Dinklage for being there for the paycheck. Like, he's done enough work. You know, he finally had his bid But it's not
0: like someone – but my thing is he act like someone, like, beat him over the head. It was like, yo, you, did you, you have to do this voiceover or you can't get what you want. Like, no one forced him to do this. Like, but they say, the here's time, paycheck, said, here's the paycheck. time, somebody said,
2: here's a bid paycheck. <laughs> For something that I don't really and he t-
0: he And he has a right to say yes or no. My issue is it's not like someone forced him into it and held him against his will and be like, yo, voice this robot that says really dumb shit. Like, no one <laughs> forced him he to. He probably
2: didn't realize how really the dumb dish sounded until they, he got there. No one forced him to do uh,
1: pixels either.
2: Ooh, oh. Ooh, see what I mean? Yeah, Peter Dietrich just think about that check. Yeah. He's not worried
1: about how bad the project is
0: jesus
1: <laughs> I, I have a question is quantum break take place in the same universe as quantum leap because that was a time travel thing with quantums and uh you know that that might be a way to unfortunately, get unfortunately old, i don't think al is gonna be sh- al that was the name yeah, of the ai yeah. i don't think he's gonna be showing up in right. this one all right i don't
0: i don't i don't know about this. scott bale <laughs> i don't know if he's showing up <laughs> no
1: but it's, it's not scott bale it's scott uh, oh like scott it.
0: um not scott bale scott <laughs> yeah. um
1: he w- Yes, Scott, Scott Bakula, Bakula
0: exactly. the freaking fake, sorry, the freaking fake captain, yeah, he is from, fake Enterprise. captain. Not from
2: Enterprise. It's not Charles in charge.
0: Before I move off of the uh, Xbox briefing on Gamescom, let me just say a shout out to Jasmine Lawrence, who I found out is a, a young black woman who's actually a program manager I had to, I Xbox did, One I had to give her
2: a tweet. Big yeah, up. yeah, I tweeted her
0: like she showed up, and I was shocked because it's typically the the default white man, you know, guy on stage sh- talking about games, and here and there is sometimes a white woman, but never person of color. And if there is, it's usually a guy. This woman came up and she was talking about DirectX and talking and showing all the details and graphics and stuff, and she knew, knew her thing. And I was just, I was just She's pleasantly like head surprised. engineer up there too. Program. Yeah. So so she 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 does a thing. So shout out to her if you guys want to follow her. She does have a Twitter account. I believe it's called Oh, uh, yep, it's called Eden Eden's Jasmine so E D E N S Jasmine, like Princess Jasmine.
2: Her numbers are going to jump up at least like 10,000 just because of that one endorsement right there. You know that.
0: I hope so. I mean cuz we are the Fan Bros and you know we're my super popular. So. You
2: already know how that works. Yeah. <laughs> The circle of trust. Once you're in it, you know it just happens for you. Life just gets better. Yeah. So, uh, and some. I guess that's it for that. Ed Spots, So tomorrow, EA. So I'll finally get to hear about NBA 2K tomorrow. Yeah, I guess. Fantastic. Spike <laughs> Lee's directing the new one, boy. That's oh gonna, yeah. Nah, I'm. I'm anticipating. Yeah. I need some info. Other things that are happening in directing. You know, I. You know, I just came up with my new AKA Drizzet Do or Do Not. And now Drizzt Duordan <laughs> is coming to
1: screen. Now, wait, do we know that? Because I know they're doing a Forgotten Realms thing, but they are actually doing it with Drizzt Duorden. I mean, if
2: you're going to do it for, uh, for those who don't know, real quick, uh, they're doing a Forgotten Realms Dungeons & Dragon film. The rights had been held up for a while, but now the rights are finally free and they are moving ahead. And, yeah, they're doing Forgotten Realms, Chico. Like, Drizzt is definitely right. the most popular if – You know the only character known to masses outside of like hardcore Dungeons and Dragons. No, I I read
1: some Drizzt Dwarden novels. Oh, Uh, I have too, like R. A. Salvatore. R. A. Salvatore, yeah, Yeah. the Crystal
2: Shard. That's right. That's right. The Crystal Shard. I'm up on it. (laughs) Well, that's right. They will make a Forgotten Realms Dungeons and Dragon movie since I guess The Hobbit's done now. They need something to fill that void, and here we go. So the only thing I have to say is it's written by. Dude who wrote, like, The Conjuring 2 and Wrath of the Titans. Ooh. Oh, that yeah. doesn't
0: bode well. But, hey, we never know. You
2: never know. This could be his breakout. He might have been waiting his whole life for this one. Something <laughs> I have not been waiting my whole life for. Prometheus 2 starts filming in January. Trash. Wow.
0: And, and hey, come at me, everyone who wants to be like, yo, why are you trashing it? I, the first Prometheus was just. I
2: can't say trash because it is amazingly ridiculous. beautiful.
0: Dumb okay, cinematography. It's beautiful, but it's dumb. my thing is it, look, it, it. could be just gorgeous, but then if you if, if it doesn't make any sense, I what's would the say point? it made it made
2: sense. It just
0: it uh, ha- here it we ha- go with this. It <laughs> has it has
2: people making stupid decisions. Very, and that's but I'm I mean always a fan of those sense. movies because <laughs> humans stupid always make movie. you know they when humans always do make stupid decisions, and so like
0: when a giant column is falling from yeah, falling but you at don't have time you. to don't run.
2: You ain't got time to think right now. The giant you column is falling. <laughs> you know, that's the problem. You're not thinking, oh, wait, if only I don't ran to the side. Don't try
0: to, to the 30-foot column she or thought She thought she could make it. Oh, my gosh. All <laughs> it right, didn't I, I'll, I'll bring it back a notch. I don't, I, it wasn't necessarily trash because I watched the whole thing. It was watchable. I just don't agree with, like, 90% of it.
1: And it certainly wasn't magical like Alien or Aliens. Yeah. No, definitely not. But it did have its great moments.
2: And if this second one features uh Naomi, what's her name, rolling around with the head of the Android, right. I will pay. <laughs> That's, I'll buy oh, David? I'll, I'll buy yeah. like David, ten tickets. Yes. Yeah. Like <laughs> it it's like the head detective type joint. They're <laughs> 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 like rolling around trying to find the secret of the
0: Prometheans. You, you yeah. know, I'm I am gonna still see this and give it a chance because it might actually redeem some some issues I have with this with this new oh, I series. doubt It it might. <laughs> <laughs> it might I'm trying to look. I'm trying in 2015, I'm trying a thing called positivity. I'm trying to give stuff no, a that, chance. What
1: he just said is positivity. I'm now thinking like she could mount the the robot's head <laughs> on her <laughs> shoulder. See? It could be like the thing with two heads or any of those. <laughs> oh, that'd like, be epic. A full-on reference of those uh, those two-headed uh, sci-fi movies yeah. from the 70s. You know, now, it, they like, they okay. cannot give him a new body. They have to figure out a way to keep him being just a Just keep
0: him being a head. Yeah. I, that, see, I would pay money that, for that. That <laughs> will make me
2: get butts in the seats right there, boy. That will happen for you. All right, and you know what time it is. You can tell by the smile on my face. It's time for... Comics I Copped! Yeah. (laughs) And this week in comic I copped, there's a lot of stuff I've been reading, but I actually read this article on ComicsAlliance.com where J.A. Michelin, I hope I pronounced your name right. I probably butchered it.
0: I think you got it right. It's close.
2: Okay, close enough. But she says she is boycotting Marvel Comics, boy, and she is not happy. She says that Marvel Comics, you know, it's just been a lot of things lately that she just has not been feeling. She feels like... She said that in their whole history, they have never had one black woman writer, like ever, ever, not ever. Months. That's true, Chico. Yeah, apparently. Wow. And so, um, she also wasn't feeling the whole
1: Axel Alonso. The, well, not Axel, but she's the not whole, the only one. I mean, there's definitely there's been a there's a lot of people who haven't been feel like feel like he's been a little too glib, yeah. a little too smug. And a little I, too, you know, like I'm, a little, yeah, just feeling himself a little bit too, you know.
2: Yeah, definitely. I, I actually was uh, emailing Axel the other day. We were talking about something else, and I, I mentioned, you know, to him some of the things. I mentioned that we distressed, you know, the Marvel covers on the show mm-hmm. before, and we, you know, a big shout-out to Theotis Jones, yes. who got a cover, the Hercules cover, and, like, I do appreciate them, and I don't really have the big problem that everyone else seems to be having, but... You know, Miss Michelin is not feeling this at all. She says that until Marvel hires at least three people of color to be writers, you know, she can't deal with it because she's like, why, you know, giving them ongoing series at that. And she's like, not Mm -hmm. just one, because when you have one, it's a token.
0: She uses uh, the new Blade book as an example. It was handed off to two white creators.
2: Yeah, even though Blade was created by a white
1: dude in the first place. So it's like... I don't know. Yeah, Blade was created by a white dude as a supporting character in in a horror comic in like the early set in the mid seventies when horror there weren't any horror. Yeah, comics. and we've had this like, talk on the yeah, show before. No, I mean it's a different time. It is a little. It stands out when they have. You know, very, very, very few people of color writers, you know, and no black... It it just... And, yeah, literally in the history, no black women.
2: Yeah, and I mean, uh, I think Al Ewing, who writes Mighty Avengers, I think he's a white guy, and that book is all, you know, people of color in it. So I might be mistaken on that. If I am, let me know. But I don't know. I, I would definitely think that Marvel needs some more people of color working there. That's just... That's pretty bad, I have to say. You know, I... I'm not like hating them for doing the hip-hop covers on all that, but I do think that's pretty ridiculous that in their entire history they have not had one woman, person of color writing. That is
1: no, they've had I, I person of color. There's not one yeah, black yeah, woman. exactly. Not one I think black woman an writing. There was Asian woman. So I mean, G, G Winslow, whatever her name is, does she write for for Marvel? She's like uh,
2: no, but she's the one who writes uh, Miss Marvel, right? Right, right. Is she's a her? no,
1: and she's a converted oh, to is Islam. That what it is? yeah, 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 she converted yeah, okay. to Islam in college and all that. But no, right. she's still a white woman, so. right? So, yeah, I mean, there's there's a big thing. I mean, Christopher Priest, who is returning to Milestone uh, Media, he, uh, when he went by the name Jim Owsley, was an editor and writer at Marvel during the sort of classic Jim Shooter years. But he's like the the, the sort of biggest, most well-known, I feel like, because he wrote Spider-Man and edited, you know, like a bunch of stuff. And, but, of course, you
2: know, recipes Dwayne McDuffie. But- right. Yeah, so no, it's been a minute, you know, since they've had somebody else at that caliber or that right. level of anything, so you can check out the article at uh, Comics Alliance. Something else?
1: Well, I was just going to say, I mean, like you were saying, it's not just the, the the absence of of writers of color, but it's the absence of writers of color and then them doing... This hip-hop thing, which is taking from, you know, culture. It's the cultural appropriation without giving the props. That's what I was going to say. Everybody would be a lot more comfortable about the hip-hop covers if, you know, they had a black guy writing Captain America or Thor or, you know, Iron Man or, you know, and a black woman writing, you know what I mean? And it didn't just
0: start with the hip-hop covers. This has just been an ongoing thing of not giving marginalized voices a shot. I mean, and you, you can, it's on the one hand, you want to celebrate a culture at the same time, the same culture that you don't bring into your um, organization in great numbers or in, in definitive numbers. The, again, there are black creators and artists and inkers and, 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 and of all that sort that have been involved at Marvel. But right. the issue is at hand is that it's not enough. It doesn't seem like to be a real outreach for this. And this is what a lot of people are upset about.
2: Yeah, and definitely, uh, you know, even though, you know, we're a big fan of Axel Alonso here, we also, you know, we have to check it when it's, you know, kind of funny. And I definitely haven't really appreciated some of the responses. Even uh, recently, Axel came out and said that Hercules in his new series will be straight. No if and buts are about it. Straight
0: as sexual orientation. Straight, straight as in
2: sexual orientation. When throughout Marvel's history, throughout Hercules as a myth Greek god. Right. He's bisexual, you know, right. like that goes without saying. Hercules yeah. loves them all, so it's like natter saying no, he's straight. No, if and buts. And about it just him.
1: seems like such an unforced error. Like, what are they? Is, are yeah, what's the point? There? Yeah, like what? What? Because Marvel the... is—he's been gay, yeah. bisexual, whatever you want to so, say in the
2: book. So there's no real need to switch that now, but. I guess that's the way Marvel's going. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm still enjoying, you know, Well, Secret one of the Wars, things but. is
1: Axel has been dropping is the wait and see. Where we've got stuff planned, this, that, and the other thing. Like he was, you know, wink-winking another. Black you know,
2: Panther's anniversary is it, coming
1: exactly. up. Exactly. So maybe, you know, it could be some situation where they're going to come out with a whole bunch of books, you know, or maybe they're scrambling right now behind the scenes. Because they've been alerted to the problem, a la, you know, Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton and all that, you know, like they didn't even realize this was an issue and now they know. So maybe they're scrambling to deal with it. But it just seems, yeah, I mean, there's there's been a long history of, you know, know, Marvel comic characters getting shouted out, you know, in songs, in movie, you know, like whatever in, in the culture. And so the idea that, that Marvel doesn't really respond with any kind of, you know, acknowledgement or anything is, is has always been, you know.
2: You know, to paraphrase Chuck D., I like Marvel, but wait a minute. The neighborhood support, so put some money in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh, you know, in comments I copped, I always got to tell you what I have been reading. And I finally caught up on Saga up to issue 30. They're taking another break. They take a break every few months or so once they complete a certain number of issues. Brian K. Vaughn, the author, Fiona Staples, the artist. Damn it, you know, you might be a new listener to the show. Saga is still one of the greatest books of all time. Awesome. I will not spoil what happened, but it hurts, damn it. Oh my Mm. God, those last few issues were some.
0: (sighs) Listen, just for the art alone. Yes, Fiona Staples
2: is a goddess, she is amazing. She is just one of the best artists working today, And that book, man, it, it it's just like, I, I can't, like I said, I cannot spoil you. But if you're not reading Saga, you should be no matter what type of comic you've ever read in your life. It's just simply put one of the best ever. And it's amazing. And I'm loving it. And also, I uh, want to give a quick shout out to Invincible, one of my other favorite joints mm-hmm. still going strong. They got a big event coming in October, the Invincible reboot. I have no idea what's uh-huh. going to happen, but it's just a fucking amazing book. So check it out if you're not reading it now. You yeah, on me. All right, Saga though, damn it, Saga, Lord of Mercy, <laughs> issue twenty nine. Man, I, I can't forgive you for that one, Vaughn. That was wrong, so so wrong.
0: <laughs> you're so sad. <laughs>
2: Yo, man, I'm telling you, that issue hurt
1: bad. All right. Well, you know what time it is. I certainly know what time it is, like Flavor Flav over here. Uh um, clock on your chest. That's right. So I just want to start uh, Chico's pick of the week uh, by shouting out B.A. Style File Girl, who uh, a couple weeks ago suggested that I check out uh, From Dust Till Dawn, uh, which is a TV series based on the movie oh, yeah, that's right. on the El Rey Network. And I did check it out, and I had avoided it because um, I liked the first movie. I didn't even see the sequels, but I really liked the first movie. Blew my um,
2: mind that there are sequels yeah, right Yeah, there. there's
1: two two sequels, if not more. There might even be like three sequels. So I was sort of, I was on the fence. I, I hadn't, uh, I don't even know if I knew I, if I had the El Rey Network at the time <laughs> when it first started. I do have it. Anyway, it came on Netflix recently. Um, I checked it out. I was very pleasantly surprised. If you like the first movie, I think you'll like, I mean, the only thing is you have to sit, the first two episodes are basically a bit of a rehashing with different actors of the first movie. Um, but I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And the second season is actually premiering uh, on the El Rey Network in a week or two, like on August 23rd or some 25th. Mm-hmm. So, um, you can definitely check it out on Netflix. If you like the movie, it definitely gets into a lot more into like the Mayan, um, you know, uh, demons and gods and vampires and stuff like that. So
0: esoteric.
1: Yeah, no, it's
0: dope. Um, yeah.
1: It's definitely, uh, you know, it doesn't have George Clooney or Harvey Keitel or people like that. Or Selma Hayek. No, or Selma (laughs) Hayek. Although, apparently, there's a role that he wrote specifically, that Robert Rodriguez wrote specifically for Demi Lovato in the second season. So you can look forward to that. (laughs) There actually are uh, some pretty dope. Oh, the big villain is uh, none other than uh, Wilmer Valderrama. Word? Yeah. Is he a vampire? Yeah, he's a vampire. Oh. Like, he's like a vampire version of
0: Wait, wait, Mr. Punked? Yeah, is, yeah, is absolutely.
1: A- <laughs> he's he's like a vampire version of, of the 70s Mu- show? Well, no, of the Santa Muerte brothers from uh from um Breaking Bad. So wait the he's, twins.
2: He plays twins?
1: <laughs> no, but he's like a he's like a death worshipping, like, you know, cocaine cartel. Is he like good assassin? Really vampire. Yeah. Is he good in it? I mean no, like, yeah, in the role. I mean, yeah, he's dope. I mean he you know, it took me a second to figure it out and then I was like, Oh my god, that's Fez or whatever. <laughs> but you know, I mean, you know, they he's a little a little uh you know
2: Vince Vaughnish? No, no he's, he's a little
1: what, Chico. I I was gonna say tell the I truth.
2: Mean, struggle?
1: <laughs> no, I, mean, First I you mean tell the truth, Chico. Just tell the truth. I I think that he uh I I think that he plays the role of the, of the main villain very well, but there are times when there are a little chinks in his armor. Let's okay. put it that yeah. way. Yeah. All right, little slip up. Yeah. yeah. Um but no, I mean it it's got a pretty good cast and they actually get good guest stars. Um they they get pretty much A-list guest stars, which surprised me. Demi Lovato. Yeah, so, you know, Um, definitely check it out you got a couple of weeks to watch the first season before the second season premieres on El Rey Um, and you're gonna have to look up where that is on your your cable provider I'm sure you'll find it sounds good
0: you know what we gotta let the fan bros know about one of our other Super Week events what's that? That is the, one of my favorite ones, I'm so excited for this. The Fan Bros presents the Crossplay Cosplay Contest, which is going live October 7th, 2015, 8 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. at Latitude. And this contest, like ben has been saying for the last few weeks, this is going to be bananas. We wanna see complete flips of all of your favorite comic book characters, all your favorite anime characters, all your favorite manga characters, anything. So we're talking like female, Iron Man's, um, what did we say, uh, female Dr. Richards, what else?
2: Yeah, some female Dr. Richards, maybe a black human torch. You know, <laughs> things that just don't <laughs> seem to exist in right. some people's minds. You know, we need to see these things. No, a black
0: Hamdoll.
2: You know, why not? You know. Black Ben Urix, you know, anything, Uh, you know, but no, no, we're just really looking to see a lot of differences. We want to see, you know, you celebrate your favorite character, whether or not they're your same race or gender, you know, female
0: Thors,
1: male Mary Jane Watson. There we go, you know, along with the female Peter Parker, you know, work it, make it happen.
0: The more creative you are, the more likely you're probably going to win.
2: Most definitely. Crossplay cosplay. That's right. We're going to have some special celebrity judges there as well as some... Celebrity contestants, Costume Center will be providing costumes and prizes for people.
0: Oh, you putting on that sharp suit again?
2: Oh, you know it. I, <laughs> I, I might have a new one this year. Oh, shit. But I'm definitely
1: rocking that suit at some point during Super Week or Comic-Con. Now, has, has Caitlyn confirmed for that? Wow. Caitlyn Jenner, has she confirmed for that? I event? don't know.
2: I, I'm I'm had to check through my emails
1: and right, see. Right, right, you know? right, right. She had Hopefully, a very she did.
0: dangerous line right there, Chico. You almost messed up. <laughs> I'm about to call you Kelly Osborn. Watch yourself.
2: <laughs> but that's right. You know, you can find out more about this at newyortsuperweet.com, where you can get your tickets for this and all our other events, including Attack of the Con. And the Black Girl Nerds versus Fan Bros live podcast. Two trill, two trill. Yeah, that that is like Clash of the Titans for reals. Avengers versus X Men and all that.
0: And that's October sixth, right?
2: That is October sixth at the Domena Center, seven fifteen p.m. In fact. All right. Anything else before we get out of here, Tatiana?
0: Yeah, hashtag the 44 turns 54. Happy birthday, Mr. Barack Obama.
2: Word up.
0: President Barack Obama, the POTUS.
2: The POTUS himself. Happy birthday. A- he's
1: aged more than seven years in the last seven years. It's pretty crazy. All, all when they show pictures. Age, I know. Yeah. When they show pictures of his first, you know, from the early in the first term. Yeah,
2: every president must accept that as yeah. their fate. Like, before they even get into office, like, I'm going to look really bad when I get out of here.
1: They all look like they've been sucked by a vampire, like, (laughs) during their office. It's really crazy. They're all, like, desiccated and old and, like, you know, yeah. Well, you know, happy birthday, bro. (laughs) (laughs) That's not
0: a good way to send him off for his birthday, I guess.
1: Sorry. Sorry, Mr. President. You know he is an avid listener of Fanbro. He's a (laughs) fan bro. (laughs) He definitely
2: is. I mean, he's in our... Twitter profile Absolutely. picture. Absolutely, has he confirmed for
1: uh, any of these events? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, but his daughters are definitely coming through,
1: right? Really. <laughs>